take your Bibles, if you would, to the Psalms, Psalm 23 this morning, and uh, we'll pick up where we left off, I guess, a couple of weeks ago now, Psalm 23, and uh, we'll read the entire Psalm once again to you, and uh, we'll just keep chipping away at it, we'll get through it eventually, all right? Find your places, stand with me if you can, and able and honor and reverence to the reading of the word of the Lord. Psalm 23, verse number one, the Bible said, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I truly love you this morning. Lord, I'm thankful for each one that's made their way out. Lord, I'm so thankful for what we've got in our hearts already this morning. Lord, we can leave right now and say it's been good to be in your house. Lord, I pray that... God, just for a little while, would you meet with us, meet every need represented. Lord, I don't know the hearts, I don't know the needs, but Lord, I'm so glad that you do. Lord, I pray that, Lord, would you meet every need this morning. If it be one discouraged, uh, Lord, I pray to encourage your heart. Lord, if it be one that, Lord, may be walking upon this away, God, I pray that, would you draw them close to you once again. Then, Lord, I pray most of all. They've been one of the myths, Lord, that's lost on them without you. Lord, I pray convict their heart and save them for their lasting too late. Lord, I'm fully aware this morning that I have no preaching me, but God, I need a fresh touch for fresh anointing. And God, I pray just for a little while, would you do that? That only you can. Lord, I pray you bless the missions offering. And Lord, I pray for each one of our missionaries, and especially Brother Moore this morning. Lord, I pray you bless him. And Lord, encourage him as he begins his work. And up there in Utah, Lord, I pray you bless his family, give his soul for their labor, and we'll be careful. Uh, and I give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory, for we ask it in Jesus' wonderful name. Uh, amen, and amen. Be seated, and thank you for standing this morning. Uh, we've been here in Psalm 23 for the last several weeks, and uh, we've seen a lot of things. I don't have time this morning to uh, try to recap everything that we looked at, but uh, we've looked at verse 1, verse 2, and uh, we've looked at verse 3 and began a couple weeks ago and uh, looked at just a little bit of verse 4. Now, uh, I'm interested today in verse number 4. David said, uh, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, uh, I fear no evil, for thou uh, art with me. Probably one of the most quoted and uh, well-known verses in all of the Old Testament is Psalm 23, 4. In fact, we read it oftentimes at funerals and at great sightings, and, uh, but there's so much more to it than what we see sometimes, I guess. And uh, I'll be honest with you, over the last several weeks, it's been uh, amazing to me uh, uh, as we've studied through Psalm 23, and uh, what a joy that it's been. I hope you've enjoyed it, and it's certainly uh, been a help and encouragement to me as we looked at it. Uh, but I want you to notice a few things about verse number four. Notice with me. Uh, first of all, this morning, the present. Now, you said, preacher, what do you mean by that? I want you to notice what he said. Hey, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, uh, I will fear no evil. Watch what he said. For thou art with me. Uh, thy rod and thy staff, uh, 
they comfort me. I want you to notice, first of all, that uh, the phrase that in verse 4, while that we often read it at the graveside, and we often read it uh, when a loved one is deceased, and that there's nothing wrong with that. That's uh, perfectly all right this morning. I'm not being critical of that. Uh, uh, the, 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 the phrase then in verse number 4 uh, is in the present tense. Watch what he said. Yea, though I walk. Not I have walked. Uh, not I will walk. But he's walking uh, right now. Isn't that right? Watch what he said. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil for thou art with me. That's a, that word art is a present tense. Uh, in fact, it's a personal uh, present tense. He's speaking directly to the Lord. Uh, and he said, right now, this very moment, uh, you are with me. Uh, uh, isn't that a joy that I'm going to say this? Uh, I realize we may not all be at the graveside this afternoon, this morning. Uh, uh, we may not all be walking through what we uh, uh, believe and that thought to be the man of the shed of death. But uh, the Bible said in the book of Job, man, more than woman is few days and full of trouble. And uh, every last one of us has troubles and trials and hard times that we go through. And uh, can I say this? It may be the greatest storm. And I believe as we see uh, that his present tense, uh, it sheds great light on the psalm as a whole. Uh, we realize he's been writing in the present tense uh, for the entire psalm. He didn't start out by saying uh, uh, the Lord was my shepherd, but rather uh, uh, the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, I shall not want. Uh, he didn't say the Lord will be my shepherd, uh, uh, but the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, hey, can I say this? It sheds great light on this song. Do you realize uh, uh, that you can rejoice in the Lord? Uh, and you can say, notice what he said now, uh, uh, what a truth. Even in the darkest valleys of our lives, uh, uh, we'd still have to say the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, I shall not want. Uh, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Uh, he leadeth me beside the still waters. Uh, he restoreth my soul. Uh, he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Uh, it's not a separate thought, uh, but it's all in the present tense. Uh, and even in the darkest valley of his life, uh, uh, David still had to say, The Lord is my shepherd. Uh, I shall not want. Uh, hey, God, I'll just stop by and say this. I don't know what you're going through. Uh, I don't know what you're facing. But if the Lord is your shepherd, if you've ever been saved by the grace of God, it is enough this morning. Amen, friend, that's right. It's enough to know that He is our shepherd. Even in the darkest of valleys, even in the valley of the shadow of death, He's still our shepherd. And He still maketh us to lie down in green pastures. He still leadeth us beside the still waters. You say, preacher, what's so good about that. Uh, I remember both those are a picture of the Word of God. Uh, uh, what David's really saying is even in the valley of the shadow of death uh, uh, I can still rest in the Word of God. Uh, even in the valley of the shadow of death uh, I can still find peace in the Word of God. Uh, aren't you glad that Bible endureth forever? Uh, it's not changed. Your circumstances uh, and your surroundings may have uh, but that Bible is forever uh, settled in heaven. Uh, and the Lord is still our shepherd. Uh, it's a present tense. Notice the present. Even in the midst of his valley, David still had to say, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. 
Right. Then I want you to notice with me quickly, not only the present, but notice with me the passing. Watch what he said. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Now, I mentioned that a couple of weeks ago, but uh, I want to look at this portion in verse 4. Uh, since it's been a while, let's notice again. David never intended to stay in the valley. Watch what he said. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He never intended, Brother Kenny. He never did get to the place where he threw his hands up in there and said, well, I'm just done. I'm going to die. No, he said, I'm walking through the valley. Isn't that right? You say, Preacher, how can he do that? Uh, because he realized while he may be in the valley, uh, the Lord was still his shepherd. Uh, while he may be in the valley, he could still rest in the Word of God. Uh, while he may be in the valley, he could still find peace. Uh, while he may be in the valley, he realized uh, uh, the Lord was still leading him in paths of righteousness. Uh, he was still restoring his soul. Uh, and David never did get discouraged and think, I'll just quit in the valley. Uh, he said, Yea, though I walk through isn't that right? Yeah. And can I say this? Now listen to me this morning. I know it's easier said than done, but whatever. I, I believe all my heart there's somebody probably in a valley this morning. I, I think that's amazing uh, how that God can orchestrate this. And uh, we began this all those weeks ago. Uh, but every service, there's been somebody, Kirk, walk out and say that was just exactly what I need. That's amazing to me how that uh, God could orchestrate to where you get just to where you need uh, at just the right time. But can I say this? Uh, David never did stand the valley. He knew he would come out the other side. What a promise that that is. And can I say this? Uh, whatever you're going through this morning, uh, it won't always be this way. Uh, amen, friend. That's right. There is a better day coming. Uh, I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're going through. Uh, but Psalm 30, verse number 5, here's what your Bible said. Uh, For his anger endureth but a moment, uh, and his favor is life. Uh, weeping may endure for a night, uh, but joy cometh in the morning. Uh, aren't you glad? this morning right now. It may be the deepest, darkest valley. It may be the darkest night you've ever been in. But I'm glad, thank God, one of these days the sun's coming up. Amen, friend, that's right. A weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. I was thinking about I was listening to a song all the way up here this morning. I was listening to something else, but this song came on. The Phillips family, I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but my wife got me listening to them. And this song came on this morning and uh, man the Lord hit me more than I can even realize what I tell you uh, the name of the song Chris you'll think I'm crazy but uh, the name of it is the preacher's wife and uh, they wrote it for their pastor's wife is what happened uh, uh, but more the Lord hit me with that uh, uh, it's talking about all the things that she does and uh, it's talking about how she'd been there in some of the darkest times I'll just be honest with you I know we're live streaming but I'm just going to be honest I got to think about uh, when, I, when I had them seizures they said I did and uh, I was Pastor at Liberty and all that and tell you and how that she was there. And it, but it said this, it said she's been there when it seemed like all hope was gone. But then she was there when the sun shone again. I thought to myself, what a truth. Can I say this? I don't know what you're going through. But it won't always be like it is now. I'm glad one of these days the sun's coming up. There'll be joy one of these days. Oh yes, friend, that's right. What a joy David said. I don't know why I'm here, but I'm not planning on staying. I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death. We see the present. We see the past. And then I want to know me the peaks. Watch what he said in verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. What about that? 
What a joy. To know that even in the midst of the valley of shadow of death, David was at peace. Yeah. Right. David said, even though, that's what he's saying, yea, even though I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. David said, even though I don't understand it, even though I don't much want to be here, I don't care what you say, the valley, the shadow of death doesn't sound like a very pleasant place for me to be. And even though I'm here, I'll fear no evil. Isn't that right? Yeah. Aren't you glad even in the darkest trial? Now, I realize we don't like it. I don't think we ever will. I don't think there's one of us that wakes up one day and says, boy, Lord, you know what I need? I really want to be in a deep, dark valley. I don't think one of us ever do that. But I'm glad even in the valley you have peace, aren't you? Even, I said it like this, even in the darkest times of our lives, I'm glad we can not only be at peace with God. See, that was secured when I got saved. Yeah. When I was saved, I, I'm now at peace with God. I've been reconciled back to Him. Isn't that right? That relationship has been restored. I've been, I'm at peace with God. But I'm glad it goes far beyond that. I'm glad not only in the darkest valley of my life can I be at peace with God, but I'm glad I can have the peace of God. Isn't that right? The Bible said, the Bible said we have a peace that passeth all understanding. I don't understand this morning how somebody, uh, I, I, God, I know I've picked on them a bunch, or used them a bunch about this, but uh, I just be honest with you, Chris, it just is mind-boggling to me. I don't understand how y'all ever got over losing a child. I just know it's just not supposed to be that way. I cannot understand it, but you know what I do know? It was the peace of God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. It goes beyond Lydia. It goes beyond my understanding. I, I cannot understand how you can get above that. But I'm glad even in the darkest trial of your life, I, you can be at peace. I, I thought about it. I'm not just trying to play on your emotions. I'm just trying to give you some practical illustrations. I, I thought about Nancy and Buck. I believe I mentioned it at the funeral. The first time I ever went to their house, I, she said, I see you looking at that bed. I guess you're wondering where it come from. She said when Buck got the hospital bed in the living room, I couldn't bear to stay in the legend how hard it must have been that first night and the night and I, for the rest of her while, I'm sure, how to sleep without him. You say, preacher, how's she going to go through it? Even in the darkest trial of your life, I'm glad you can have peace that passes understanding. I, I don't understand this morning a lot of things that we go through a lot of valleys and how in the world we keep from losing our mind, but I do know this, it's because of the Lord is my shepherd. I, I shall not want. I, and he giveth peace to those. I, amen, friend. That's right. Watch this. But all the peace, I want to go through the presence. Watch what David said. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. He tells us why. For thou art with me. Yeah. Notice the presence. How could David have made the statement, I fear no evil? He tells us. For thou art with me. What a truth. I want you to notice something. David said, verse number one, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not walk. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Every week I've had a point, every one of them started with a P. Kirk asked me if I did that on purpose. I said, yeah, P is the easiest letter in the alphabet to alliterate. And that's true. You think about it, there's more words start with P than anything. Uh, but let me say this. Uh, every one, every week it started with P. And what I'm going to say, what a truth. The Lord was, beside, was with him beside the still waters. The Lord was with him laying in green pastures. Yeah. Y'all ain't getting that. Oh, yeah. He was with him in the paths of righteousness. 
And I'm going to say now we see he's with them in the valley of the shadow of death. You know what David is saying? No matter where I'm at, the Lord is with me. Aren't you glad for that? On the mountaintop, he's there. In fact, the psalmist said, I'd make my bed in hell. He'll be there with me. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yahweh, David said, uh, no matter where I go, no matter what's going on around me, the Lord is always there. Uh, yeah. He said he was there in the green pastures. He was there beside the still waters. He was there in the path of righteousness. And now, even in the valley of the shadow of death, he's there with me. I'm so glad this morning uh, that if you're one of his, he's always there. Oh, Psalm 46, verse 1, here's what the psalmist said. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Aren't you glad? I don't know what you're going through, but it won't always be like that. But as long as it is, I'm glad he's there with you. And because of that, even in the midst of the the shadow of death, you make the statement, I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. That preacher was so good about that. Notice with me, fifthly, the protection. Verse number four, the Bible said, For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now, I could go far more in detail about this than I will. Second time, I'm not going to say much. David knew firsthand that the shepherd was to protect the sheep. In fact, I got to think about that. You remember when David went to go face Goliath and he, they took him to Saul's tent, Saul put his armor on him, and David, oh, I'm paraphrasing. He said, there come a time I was tending my daddy's sheep and a lion come out of the wilderness. So I didn't have armor. I didn't have sword. I didn't have any of that. All I had was my sling. And the Lord delivered me out of the paw of the lion. He said, there come another day that a bear come out of the wilderness. And the Lord delivered me out of the paw of the bear. Here's what he said. This uncircumcised Philistine will be no different. David knew firsthand what it was to have to protect his flock. Right? Whatever come up against it, it is the shepherd's job to protect his sheep. And David said, the Lord is my shepherd. Now, there's a lot of great preaching in that rod and staff, and I, I know you've probably heard some of that. I don't have time to get into all of it, but I want to say this. If an earthly shepherd protects his sheep from predators, how much more so will the chief shepherd protect you and I? Right. The Bible said he is the good shepherd. And if an earthly shepherd would protect his flock, how much more so do you reckon that the God of all glory would protect you and I? Are you getting that? You say, preacher, why is it so good he's always there? Because I'm glad he can do what I can. Isn't that right? That sheep has no protection against the wolf. That sheep's a sitting duck, you might as well say. But I'm glad for the shepherd, aren't you? That's it. Go in and get mad. You say, preacher, what are you saying? I'll be honest with you. Maybe this ain't for nobody but me, this little point right here. But I'm just going to be real transparent. I fought hell more in the last week than I ever have in my ministry. I told him one night this week, I told my wife for the first time uh, since I've been at Blue Ridge, I just wish I could quit. Uh, I, I'm just being honest. I did. Uh, I don't mean that. Don't, don't get too nervous about me when I say that. Uh, if you'd have listened, you'd have heard what I said. I wish I could quit. Uh, they something in me wouldn't let me, but Kirk, I wished I could. Uh, I just felt like I couldn't do it no more. Uh, and the truth of the matter is, I couldn't. Right. And I'm glad there's one that can. Aren't you? 
When it's sin, amen, from this, I think that's our problem. Uh, I think we try to deal with it too much ourselves. Uh, I try to fight the adversary too much ourselves. Uh, but David said, I rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Uh, yeah. David said, there's no reason for me to fear because you're with me uh, and you've got the rod and the staff. Uh, and he realized that he, the shepherd, uh, protects his sheep. Yeah. How much more so would the chief shepherd protect you and I? Then I will say this, and I'm done. I want you to know swimming the purpose, and I'm quitting right here. <clears throat> Watch verse number four. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. One question, it seems in my mind, needs to be answered. Why? If we'll be honest, that's the question most of us ask a whole lot of times. Well, if you're going, if you're here this morning, you're going through a great battle and a great struggle. Somewhere along the way, you, I've heard people say you're not questioning God, and that's wrong. All I know, tell them, is this. The greatest example I know is the Lord Jesus Christ. And at Calvary, he said, my God, my God, why yeah. hast thou forsaken me? Right. All right? I don't understand, surely, why we've went, verse 2, green pastures and still waters and passive righteousness and everything looks so pleasant, so good. Now, all of a sudden, in just a moment, we're in the deepest, darkest valley of the shadow of I don't understand why. Why did David walk through the valley of the shadow of death? Why did he, why did he get there? Why did God, why did the shepherd, we saw a moment ago, the Bible said he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Why, if he's following the shepherd, why did the shepherd take him through the valley of the shadow of death? Why? Can I show you something? Watch this. If you, get, if you don't get anything else, I want you to get to this. Mm. Put it simply, to strengthen his walk with the Lord and to bring him closer to the shepherd. They said, preacher, how do you get that? Notice in verse one. Now watch it closely. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Notice it with me. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah. Watch verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the path of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Yeah. Uh, verse 1 through 3. He's telling us about the Lord. But in the midst of the valley, David quit talking about him, started talking to him. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? The Lord, third person, is my shepherd, shall not want. He, third person, make me lie down every pet. But in verse 4, he said, Thou, second person, art with me. Yeah. Y'all ain't getting there. Let me tell you what happened. You get in the deepest, darkest valley of your life. I'm glad he's our shepherd. I'm glad he's there. I'm glad we can have peace. I'm glad he protects us. I'm glad that he's ever present. Thank God for it. But I'm going to tell you, there is a purpose this morning for you getting in your valley. So often we find ourselves in a valley and we find ourselves ready to quit. But can I say this? God has a purpose for everything that he does. Kirk, he's given us everything we need to make it through the valley. David found himself no, no longer talking about the Lord, but talking to him. It strengthened his relationship with the shepherd. He quit just talking about him and started relying on him. Watch this. Let me show you something. He quits talking about the Lord, begins speaking in a second person perspective to the Lord. While the valleys of our life are not always pleasant, 
often they'll bring us close to the Lord if we let them, causing us to quit just talking about him and instead strengthen our relationship with him. The valley's not there for us to quit. The valleys are in our life to, put, to cause us to have a deeper dependence on him. Are you with me? That's the purpose. He said, preacher, I don't know about that. You got Bible back head up. This is what Romans 8, 28, very familiar verse. This is what he said. Paul said this, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are the called according to his purpose. Don't you reckon, you see it right there in the text. He's talking about it. Verse 1, verse 2, verse 3. Verse 4, watch what he said. Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow death, I fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. His whole perspective changed in verse 4. He literally started looking at things completely different. He quit talking about what the Lord had done. And started talking to the Lord about what he needed. Isn't that right? Yeah. What a blessing. And by the time we got to verse 6, I'll get there later, but by the time we get to verse 6, he changes again. His whole perspective changes again. He starts out talking about the Lord. Then he starts out talking, then he starts talking to the Lord. <coughs> and in verse 6, it's prophetical. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah. David finally got to the place when he got strengthened. Even in the midst of his valley. Because he's walking through it when he's writing. Before he ever gets through. He, what he finally says, And if I never come out, heaven's going to be my hope. What's verse 6? Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Yeah. You know what David's saying? When I'm looking ahead, all I'm seeing is the valley. But goodness and mercy shall follow. Oh, what are you saying? The Lord's been too good to me. Right. Goodness and mercy. The Bible said that his mercies are new evermore. What about that? Y'all got to help me a little bit. I'm trying to quit. Can I say this? The Lord sure has been good to us. Whatever you're facing this morning, don't give up in the valley. Because it might be God's just looking at you to depend on him more than ever before. And he might strengthen that relationship. And you might be strong on the other side than you was before you went through it. What right now seems like the greatest valley of your life, God's going to work that thing to the good. And it might end up what seems like the greatest valley may just end up being the greatest blessing God ever dies. Let's stand our feet. If musicians, they would, can we get a song of invitation.